Previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. We shouldn't have done that, Gura. She's going to be mad at us. Oh, I don't get a attack on the pig. Boo. Does not make the rest of it any less absolutely terrifying. And Pippa, her first thought is just, oh, shit. And then her body slowly morphs into a feathered dinosaur. And I have... What? <laughs> Buon is going to stand up. He like brushes Argentea off of himself. He's like, shoo, shoo. Abraxas, as you're kind of trying to catch up with Andromeda as she moves forward, you start hearing these these whimsical notes trailing down the oh, hallway. Oh, God. Like and and, uh, and you see coming around the corner a satyr playing Don't pipes. What up, party people and world's travelers? It's your boy, Logan, coming at you with a fresh burst of Fantastic Worlds info. First off, I know you can't get enough of our dulcet tones, but what about our fresh, beautiful faces? To that end, come check out our next team Twitch on Saturday, August 29th at 6pm Pacific Standard Time. We will be doing an extra special absolutely out of this world first time ever starfinder experience i can't believe it's finally happening come check us out the next piece of hot goss info is the fact that our august critical hit cookie contest only has six days left holy snickerdoodle all you have to do is post a picture of your most favorite most scrumptious favorite type of cookie on twitter or instagram then, make sure to tag both Fantastic Worlds and Critical Hit Cookies in the post to be eligible for entry. And then you have a chance to win a dozen cookies. Honestly, what is better than having a dozen cookies delivered to your door during these times? Nothing. The last piece of information is that we have a review! And it's from a fellow teacher. Hello, fellow teacher. This is coming from Miss Teacher 17. She said that our little old FWP Fantastic Worlds podcast is another fun podcast for Pathfinder. Great representation and diversity on the cast, and their primary rule is fun first, and yet they still work to follow the rules as well. Paizo now officially supports them as well. All of those things are true, and they sound so much better coming from you, our adoring community. I honestly can't get enough hearing your kind words. It warms my old, not old bones. And speaking of bones, this has nothing to do with bones. I just am really bad at transitions. And I wanted to say that, honestly, doing these episodes and recording these sessions, I'm having so much fun summoning creatures, disrupting Dustin's well-led plans. It's such a simple joy being able to wipe his smile off of his face with a well-timed Buon summon. It really helps to bolster my enjoyment, and hopefully it bolsters your enjoyment too. And finishing up with enjoyment, that's all for updates. Without further ado, here is episode 82, Eternal Jam Sesh. I hope you enjoy it. All right, so I'm not going to lie. Logan definitely gave me this idea, but I'm going to steal it. I'm going to ask this question. What culture would you 
add to Galarian that you don't think if you can think of one that uh, they haven't already sort of added, but what's, what's something that you think like is missing from this world that might be fun to explore? I would love to see more Latinx cultures. Mm. Probably. I would say, I, I think, I think we have some South American influences in Galarian. There's definitely some Russian influences in, uh, in Galarian. There is a lot of European influences in Galarian, but, uh, but Latin influences, I, I don't, I can't think of any off the top of my head. That'd be cool to have. Okay. So I can't remember what episode I mentioned it, but I really liked what about the adventure path is the themes. Of course, everything is very wintry. And of course, that's the land that we're going, but everything has a witchy winter feel through it throughout the trees. If you look at like mm-hmm. when you share the artwork, it has a very common theme. It'd be sweet to have that kind of monster set, maybe, you know, La Llorona, Cucuy. Mm-hmm. Maybe those kind of elements as far as like theme monsters would be kind of cool to see. That would be so cool. Because it's already it's already done as far as, again, those theme elements. But having them specific for me would be exciting. Mm. I, I, you know, I geek out when I see movies where it's like, oh, they're doing a Yorona theme. Cool. And, <laughs> you know, it, it brings all those childhood stories, uh, memories, you know, the caution. I remember being a child not wanting to play too close to uh, we had this canal by the house <laughs> and the stories are doing yeah. what they're supposed to do your parents are working five jobs so there has to be some sort of uh lore in place to instead of the boring Deterrent. hey don't go <laughs> don't go play by the river you think that would make sense but you know the closer you get with these stories it's oh my god if i get any clothes i'm gonna get kidnapped by la llorona so it, <laughs> Has that element of safety net, just in case you're a kid and you're fucking dumb and you're going to go, I'm going to jump into this water. (laughs) Anyway, those elements resonate with me when I'm watching these movies. So, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. I kind of have like a similar I was thinking as soon as you said that um, there's not like any indigenous American Mm -hmm. influence as far as I know. So like Native American stuff, I think. If obviously this is all assuming that it's respectfully done. Yes, yes, this is all all the assumptions. <laughs> I mean, yes, like in a, in an in an ideal world where everything was like yes. as respectful as possible, and and every and like yeah. cultural experts were consulted and sensitivity yeah, testing absolutely. was done. Native American. Um, what would any, you like? What all that want to see all the folklore. I like took a whole class on just Native American folklore. And it was like one of my favorite things in college. And I was in there for six years. So I have a lot to choose from. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm very biased with my answer, but um, I think it'd be cool t- to do more Filipino culture because it's not really shown the mythology and the folklore around the world as mm-hmm. much as any other ones. I feel like a lot of games and worlds have the jungle people, the islands, nations, and stuff like that. But it's always like some weird conglomerate of all the Pacific Island nations or just some weird jungle tribal thing or like cargo cult situations. And so like, I think kind of uh, kind of like Angel said, it's always fun when I see something about Filipino folklore. It's yeah. so rare for me to see that anywhere 
we have different vampires and we have our own witches and we have our own ideas of fairy circles. You can't step in them, otherwise you'll get bad luck forever and weird shape-shifting creatures that explain why you don't want to touch dead bodies and stuff like that. There's so much that you could do that's really interesting. Plus, they have that crazy intersectionality with Catholicism. So like, there's lots of holy figures that you could throw in that way as well. I think it would be really cool to have a cultural world area in Galarian like that. But I'm extremely biased. (laughs) You just made me think like, uh, uh, in my own bias, that so much of Jewish culture is just like integrated into broader culture. Yeah. And if I, I, it would be nice to have it a little more distinct, mm-hmm. more distinct, you know, uh, washes of it, perhaps. Like a very distinct Jewish mythology with like golems or something. I don't know. That's yeah, the only thing I like, can, that's like the first thing I think of. <laughs> I mean, it, and that's the big one. And that's yeah. something that is like, they, they talk about constructs a lot and they yeah. had, there were many purposes, you know, for constructs in the myths. So or golems, you know, specifically yeah. in the Jewish myths. I just think it, w- it would be fun to explore more of that specifically. And I think, I mean, for my part, I think that that's, that that's a good chunk of what's missing from Galarian so far. And I think that they tried to work on this for Pathfinder for second edition. There's just kind of a lacking of specificity yeah. for the non-Eurocentric content. Like, it's all just kind of I a was big just gonna mention that, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. mashup. Like, I feel a lot of the, the Asian Tian, cultures yeah. in particular. Yeah. Is it Tian? Is that supposed to be like the oh, China? Oh, sure, yeah. Tian? They're all the just China next to allegory, yeah. But they kind of <laughs> mash every oh, East Asian culture get smushed in there yeah i always think about that during this campaign because they're the jewish myth of the unfinished corner of creation is what i always think of when we're talking about irisin the myth behind that is that the north is home of all evil spirits and that's constantly in the back of my head and i'm like i wonder how much of that was in here although that's not like well known so it may just me be me projecting i had no i had no <laughs> idea like that's really interesting yeah. though and i would love to explore that further but like yeah but like i could also totally see that just being like rooted in this adventure path because when you think about it there's the predominantly eastern european jewish population which feeds into the slavic region which feeds into the russian region R- russian folktales and they all get interspersed together and so like when you think of babushkas you can think of both in the jewish sense and in the russian sense and in the slavic sense like all those stories get filtered into each other so even if it's not specifically called out as as the um, unfinished corner of the world like it's still breathing in that part of the folklore because they were just intermingling and and everyone was listening to the stories so like yeah i think that's totally legit that you that you think of that because it's probably whether or not it's intentional it's probably embedded i feel like we're we're like so academic today (laughs) (laughs) a little bit i was just about to launch into like a diatribe about how that's like often an often neglected piece of our of how we tell our own history in on on you know on planet earth and our own world of that we often yeah. sort of neglect to think about how our cultures and our languages have interacted with each other and how they've informed each other and how every culture has like heavy influence from others and they were always so much more intertwined the period of time that fantasy books movies and tabletop games tend to sort mm. of be allegories for 
um, our our world was always so much more in- interconnected than I think that that we often get taught. I don't know. I guess it would just be it would be cool to be more specific in that way too. Because like Logan, like your point, just how much like Eastern European Jewish culture has been informed by and has informed just like Eastern European culture in general mm-hmm. um, is is. I don't know. It's just, it's, re- it's really interesting. I didn't, it, di- it didn't even really occur to me that like babushkas were <laughs> something that might've been derived from Jewish fork- f- folklore, from Jewish folklore. Um, <laughs> that's, that's fascinating. Uh, and it's just, and it's such a big part of, um, I just kind of like, I guess the whole Eastern European aesthetic. And it wasn't until you said that, that I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I isn't the Jewish term for grandmother Bubby? <laughs> Yeah. 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 So like Bubby Babushka, like there's, there's the linguistic like connections as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Dustin was the only one that didn't get a, didn't get a word in edgewise in there. No, I I started off. Sorry. Yeah. 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 The reason why I brought those up is because, um, well, I just watched Coco yesterday again because I love that movie. Such a good and, movie. Um, Coco is so good. Such a good movie. And uh, and then also recently, one of my other games, we played a. Basically, we were in a Mayan temple, and so there were some some of those infusions, which I appreciated because I had never we had never done those kind of stories before. So it was nice to do that. And so I just think about like just the dragons because you get quasi quotal. Um, oh, yeah. I was just thinking that going, you know what, you get your standard chromatic and metallic dragon, sorry to cut you off. And I was just thinking, you know what, why not slice in there's, uh, you know, dozens of different dragon uh, mythos you can interweave or customize that, I mean, that's a good thing about running the game, you could always, uh, you could always customize so you could just remove you know, your standard color chromatic and replace with I don't know. I was gonna say what I'm hearing is we should all we all need to make our own one shot about <laughs> I'll do a, a completely Jewish one shot. You all have oh to be god. rabbis, just four <laughs> rabbis. Oh my gosh! No. <laughs> I want to do that so bad. No, Jess, if I'm gonna do that, I want to be a Hasidic Jewish matron who wears the wig over her hair. Yeah. That's oh, who please. I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. Wig is a hat. Yes, that is what I'm going to be. <laughs> and I will be completely respectful, but I want to be a the wigged woman wearing it over her already beautiful hair. Oh, my God. That's the dream. <laughs> Jeez. Going back to the thing, the other thing is Coco, one of the things I appreciated about uh, Hispanic mythology is death is not, doesn't give that like evil feel. I guess it's like you go into hell and you go into the darkness. It's death in the, you know, it's all color. It's so beautiful. Like it's just, it's such a, it's all about remembering people and, and celebrating your, your ancestry. And that is, that is such a, that is such a beautiful way to deal with it. It was such a more unique view than any other, you know, Greek mythology or everyone where you always go underground to the, to, you have to cross the river sticks and there's the skeletons in the sea and all that stuff. It's so dark, but the, this land is so beautiful and full of life. Um, death is just another form of life. Basically. Uh, I would love to see that in a, in a role-playing game. I love that about Japanese, the spirits of the dead coming back and, you know, you do all these dances for them and honor them. It's a very similar feel. 
like super cool to me because it just shows that, you know, like the human brain is is what's similar b- between us. So like different cultures find these crazy skeletons underground and go, okay, these are dragons. And so there's dragon myths across all cultures. And then you have, you know, you have cultures that develop very similar ideas about death, even though they're like massively far away, you know, mm-hmm. um, geologically or geographically. And I just, yeah, I think that's super cool comparing those things, you know, the way death mythology comes about. Good question, Logan. That was a, that was a <laughs> solid topic. a great topic. conversation. Yeah. Andromeda, you hear these notes coming from down the hallway. I sure do. No, she don't. I didn't stealth I good. Now. Did you run into the room? No, but you remember you said you like tracked ahead of me. You, you were like, Mm-mm-mm, back it up, girl. But I had already... <laughs> oh, yeah already done a bad stealth roll i just rolled really bad and listen before we go off on one sometimes we make bad decisions i seem to recall advising that we ignore the shinies on the cliff face one of the few times i have metagamed thank you very much because andromeda by all (laughs) rights should have flown right at those uh (laughs) my point is nobody listened to jess so jess don't listen to nobody (laughs) no i'm kidding i'm kidding Shiny riding a bat. Shiny riding a bat. And she just chose riding a bat over shiny. Like that's that's what I assumed it was. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that's a better answer. I was like, Jess is just being in character. The bat bat. was shinier than the shiny. Exactly, yeah. It's like it's more immediate. She's gripping onto the bat. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I need you, Andromeda, to roll me a will save. Oh boy. Um that's a (laughs) ten. It's never good. Great. I rolled a three. Oh, God damn it. I'm turning it to Abby. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's uncalled for, but that's correct. You hear this, uh, my dear, why did you come in and visit? And you feel immediate friendship and kinship with this person. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh finally someone friendly. She tries to go. Absolutely not. And yeah, I'm going to grab her like you would a little kid that's going to go, I'm going to touch the stove. (laughs) That's so pretty. There's someone friendly in there. They just spoke to me. No. But they could could help us. Let's have a nice healthy distance. Uh, They can help us. They can help us from a distance. Just assume everything in here is an enemy unless it proves itself not through its actions. If he's actually friendly, he'll understand. Yes, it's only logical. I don't know how wide the tunnel is, but I'm trying to puff up as poofy as I can, uh, take up as much space uh, (laughs) as possible between me and the thing. What is it? Can I see it? Andromeda's up about five feet ahead of you. I'm going to assume you moved up to catch up to her, to stop her. But Andromeda, you feel that this person is is responsible. This is a trusted ally to you um like almost as trusted as i would say the group of people you are with she's pouting and she she looks at abraxas and says listen it may very well be one of my longtime friends i've had friends around me my whole life you forget that i still talk to them when you're not around oh like ghosts my grandma yes can we not entertain the idea that this is someone who is friendly and we need all the help we can get. Ugh, huff puff. Uh, we at least need to, I guess, investigate. I mean, we've gotten attacked by everything in here so far, Andromeda. 
We at least need to do our due diligence here. Little one, if you are worried about allies, I can summon as many allies as we need. Well, that's not really the point. I just know that the person in there, whoever they are, is my friend. I know it. Andromeda, you see this creature appear about, I would say, 10 feet in front of Abraxas. Uh, he's hovering about 20 feet in the air. You see a man with goat legs and large black wings, similar to the wings you have, actually. Uh, effortlessly uh, just hovering there. And he'll occasionally talk, you know, like he beckons you forth, but then he'll continue to play this very sweet song that you find very enamoring. Right, I'm going to do a knowledge... Knowledge nature. Andromeda is uh, swaying to the song, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> and then she, oh, hello, my friend. Hello, dearie. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. Why don't you come join me and... Uh, you and need to stay play- right where you are. Do you I play do, an uh, instrument? I think you do. I think I remember that. Yes. She pulls out the flute and starts playing, trying to play along with <laughs> I rolled a 29, knowledge nature. What's this thing? This creature is... I know it's Faye right off the bat, as the angel, obviously. <laughs> it's a fucking Dawn Piper. Yeah, you very quickly pick up the satyr because you pick you you've met satyrs in the past, but the black wings give you the impression that this might be an outsider of some sort, a fiend. Oh. You need to put that instrument down. If you have something to say, say it. Pippa is staring at a at Andromeda's face as she's trying to play her instrument and is gonna do a uh would an arcana check work for it, Dustin? Yeah, yeah, it's a spell. It's a spell. That's not a Braxis's mindset. He is in feral mode, so all his senses are uh, really feral, and he's basically get the fuck away stance. Also, can't go unnoted. This guy hot. <laughs> um, oh yeah, he gets I mean that's just kind of a from. given with all the monsters in the AP. <laughs> <laughs> all the monsters are sexy. All the monsters that be are our pretty new sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 25 on my arcana check by the way you know that uh that the charm person spell is an effect so while you all are looking at this and trying to restrain andromeda oh I, i'm pointing my weapon at him and i've already made a demand at him i'm waiting to see if he's gonna respond or not i told him to drop his instrument he flies back 20 feet and lands on a mound and puts his flute on his hip and he says why don't you come join me i'll look to i'll look to pippa like What's going? Oh, I'll do a little sign. Half well with my hammer, so it's gonna come up all s- slurred as far as like, <laughs> what up, this dude? Andromeda's charmed. Kill it. Oh, sweet. Buon knows nothing about this because I haven't taken the language yet. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But Buon's gonna ask the the creature because he knows fiends mean deals, like devils, and so he just goes, "What do you want with us?" You came into my area, not uh, not me coming into yours. That is a fair point, but still, what do you want with us? <laughs> I I'm want nothing. Uh, I I would love to have my friend here play some music with me. And he pats the mound right next to him. Andromeda raises the pan flute back to her lips. I think without looking, Buon just like pushes it away from her mouth. <laughs> just <laughs> She's like, like no. just, yeah, yeah, just like. <laughs> But just like no, no, stop it, stop it. She's like, uh, she's like a fussy it. baby. <laughs> Pippa's gonna like, be. No, <laughs> Pippa's gonna take it the extra step, and she's actually gonna mage hand the pan flute <laughs> just oh. out of Andromeda's hands. <laughs> I drop my hammer. I'm gonna start casting. Uh, 
swirling dark uh, fluid is spinning inside his hand, and he blows on it to ignite it, and he throws his tar ball right at it with a 23 to touch attack. Okay, roll initiative, everybody. Abraxas, what'd you get? 15. Pippa? Uh, seven. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm on form today, guys. <laughs> Andromeda? 22. Just gave the dice back to you, Abby. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, she, once once she was done rolling badly, I got them back. So She's like, good. I don't want them anymore. Yeah, no, nobody wants them. <laughs> and Buwan? 19. So did it hit? 23? Uh, 23 misses. Oh, touch. Uh, 23 hits. Oh, my God. Yeah, Ooh, I was going to say, I'm going to cry. Wow. Holy <laughs> shit. That's, he's got a 23 touch. We're fucked. We need to leave. Oh, damn. We're like, Bye. <laughs> They're like, all right, Andra, I'm going to keep them fucking busy while we leave. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We're sacrificing Andra. I hope you guys are happy together. <laughs> I'm sure um, we would be. We'd yeah, be you stay here and play music with him for all eternity. Beautiful, we're <laughs> beautiful, pale babies with goat legs. Yep. Gonna tiptoe <laughs> Andromeda is, is asexual, so we ain't have no babies. Oh. But you are going to have a great jam sesh. We'll be tiptoeing yeah. out of here. Oh, Eternal jam, jam sesh. Oh, that's It'll a good name. Lilith all Lilith hair. Six points of fire damage, and they'll be on fire for the next three rounds. They currently get a negative two to their dexterity for that duration. However, you can use a full round action to extinguish or cool the tar be take, before taking additional damage. You see him on fire, but he just he just sits there, not even affected. Other than he's like, "Why did you hit me with the sticky stuff?" That's not very nice. Andromeda, why are your friends so mean? Stop being mean to him. <laughs> he is an enemy. <laughs> Speaking of Andromeda, you are up. Fight Andromeda. Use that inner fire. Shake it off. I'm going to attempt to go towards Pippa and get my pan pipe back. Uh. Actually, I think I had... Oh, no, I only kept one. I only kept one. <laughs> so, so you have, like, three of them. It'd be funny if you just kept pulling them out. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep Slapping infinite. them away. <laughs> just like, no. Just like, where no. did she get another one? <laughs> Who let her have a third one? And I'm just, like, sneakily pulling it out. Like. <laughs> I'm going to try and, and go get the pan pipes back from uh, Pippa. So I don't okay. know how we're gonna do this. Where like <laughs> That's a, this is gonna be exciting. Give I mean, it back, you, uh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it back if you eat your broccoli and stop talking to demons. <laughs> you, you. I have an extra set if you would like. Ooh, absolutely! And she starts to try to run forward. Um, yeah. Oh, you bastard! You can't stop me. Sorry, I'm I'm going in the water. I'm with your. Five, I'm a tripper. Ten. Attack of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take an attack of opportunity, I will let you. What? We're not opposed. That's fine. Take it. Let's see if I can hit your CMD. Um, oh, 19 on the dice. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. You definitely <laughs> you definitely tripped Christ. me. So that's 28 total. Oh, my God. So, Andromeda, you try going to run past a Braxis. And I sweep with you. my tail. <laughs> you, you sweep her with your tail and you just fall face first into the water. And that ends your turn. <laughs> is she prone? She is prone. Right, okay. Put that on in my My conditions. bad. <laughs> this corridor is so narrow, Andromeda. So, Logan, you're up. What would you like to do? Um, so, taking his cue from uh, Abraxas tripping Andromeda, Buon sends a little telepathic surge to Kuneho, 
and they sh- uh, shoot forward, and and um, they're going to grapple Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> and keep her from moving. Ooh, I don't know. I rolled a five. Oh. So that's a 17. 17? Yeah, you, yeah. you got me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you okay, got me. So, so um, Kuneho is grappling Andromeda, taking care to not put her head into the water. So making sure she, she can still breathe. Or um, is they? <laughs> or are no, they? No, <laughs> they're getting cool. Remember, you turned into a, a dino Nikus. He, likes, he, was cool he liked that. my dino yeah. style. <laughs> uh, Buon is going to move up behind Abraxas and uh, roll another knowledge planes check to get a little bit more information about this fiend. Because all I got last time was evil. Nineteen. Uh, I will give you one piece of information. Um, I would like a weakness. There are no direct weaknesses. Mm. Uh, Buon's mind is racing and he, he's just upset because he's not remembering anything useful about this fiendish creature standing before him. He's just going to pull up his crossbow that he has out and just take a shot. Okay, roll me attack. Andromeda, your friend's getting attacked. No, don't hurt him, please. Little one, you'll, we'll explain you afterwards. You rolled a one? Uh, that was a 12... Oh, I thought you said you rolled a one. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I rolled a 17. <laughs> Be funny if you rolled a one and accidentally hit Andromeda. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, what did you roll? I'm sorry. I rolled a 17. 17 will not hit. That ends Buon's turn. Abraxas, you're up. Abraxas will, now that he's dropped his primary weapon, is going to rush forward, pulling out the spear of the Watchful Guardian, give it a little spin in his hand, and thrust forward, activating its ability to bypass damage reduction, uh, acting as a cold iron weapon. He remembers his Don Piper fight. And in his mind, this is Don Piper fight. He'll come to his senses later. (laughs) And he's gonna poke right at that thing's belly. That is 24 to hit. That is exactly what you needed. Yes. So that's 15 points going straight at its belly. Damn! Well, that was a good first shot there, Abraxas. Uh, the belly. You, do you do anything else? Growl. Stand down. Andromeda is thrashing at this point, by the way. She is, like, really mad. She's not even speaking anymore because you guys are totally not listening to her. She's just, like, trying really hard to get away from Kuneho and, like, panicked. Looks really panicked. <laughs> yeah, why do you think I sent Kuneho to, to restrain you? <laughs> good choice. <laughs> Argente is going to sit on your face next. <laughs> like a little cat face. Okay, you can just have a cat on your face. <laughs> He's going to make biscuits in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, cute. <laughs> the, uh, the Don Piper does not get up. And he whispers a few words. And I need Andromeda, Cuneho, Buwan, and spell casting? Pippa. Yes. Oh, it's provoking from me. Woo! <laughs> Spirit in the face. Oh, 23. That is a hit. Nice. Sweet. That's 13 points of damage coming right back at it. I, I speared forward with the first hit. The other one, I hit it, uh, bring it back out, and just poke again when I see it concentrating. All right. And I need everyone I mentioned to roll a will save, and I will roll the concentration just to be sure. I got a 24 on my will save. Is this an enchantment? No. It was almost a one. 
the die went onto the one and then like popped back to 17. I was like, ooh, geez. Oh man, that's a, <laughs> that was sucks. Rough day. <laughs> I got a 25, 26 against Fairfax. So anyone who rolled 18 will only take half of this damage. Oh, oh. Christ. Okay. If Except he hurts me, me, I'm pretty sure that breaks the charm person. It 100% does. It breaks the charm person. He's just, he's impatient now. He's tired of it. Good, good. So let me... <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I was right on that. <laughs> so you feel this cold, cloying miasma of greasy darkness envelop all of you as you face an unholy blight. If you did not pass a will save of 18, you take 28 points of damage. If you did pass it, you only take half that. I don't take any because oh. I have my invasion. Rogi goodness. And additionally, everyone is sickened for four rounds. Oh, snap. Well, at least me? that sickened is a pretty useless... It just stings you a little bit. The The minute it hits, Andromeda's head snaps in his direction and her eyes are blacker than they have ever been. And she, like, lets out a low, not-human growl. <laughs> Uh, at the same time as that he's come forth beast and one of the green grassy mounds that have uh, mushrooms go it starts to shake and you see in front of you a large with a thick truck capped by a crown of wide leaves whipping vines mushrooms and a ravenous purple maw and it growls back at you Dromeda holy shit wow oh that looks awful by the way, you can release the pin as uh, a free action. Ooh. That's, um, um... It's Hendriculus. I was going to say, it was like, that's either a shambling mound or a tentacup... I couldn't remember its name. I just... Th- I, every time I think about it, I think about it from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. This is Tendriculus. one of these things in a long time. Does it come up and go, feed me, Seymour? <laughs> it basically does. Pippa, you are up. Fun. Oh my god. You don't quite see what's going on. I'm kind of down. <laughs> From my vantage point, I can probably see that Andromeda is no longer struggling. And uh, I'm hoping that this means that since he attacked us, that she's like, she gets the idea now. Yeah. Um, that he's bad news. Pippa's going to dash up the end of the hallway to where Andromeda is still lying prone and is going to take a shot with her crossbow at the Dawn Piper. Uh, it's 19 to hit. 19 does not hit. Abraxas, you feel an arrow whiz by you okay. and pass the satyr and hit the, the muddy wall behind him. This is bad. It is the top of the turn. Mr. Plant Creature is first. He rolled a 24 initiative. So... He is going to attack Abraxas Bring with it. a bite, claw, claw. Is this 26 hit? No, I do a sidestep. If the little tentacles come close to me, I just bite one really quick and I snap at it. <laughs> how about a 29? 29 will hit me, exactly. Now you know how to fudge your rolls to hit. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> I have to roll a 17 or higher to hit you. It extends its head out to try to bite you and it misses. It extends one claw and it misses. And then it goes with the second claw and it lands. And you take... 12 points of damage, and does a 27 beat your CMD? Yes. And it grabs you into its claws, and you are pinned. And that ends its turn. Andromeda, you're up. Um, as a free action, Kuneho lets go of Andromeda. Nice. <laughs> she staggers to her feet and looks mostly just feral <laughs> at this point. <laughs> 
She is going to cast Murderous Command on the Tendriculus. So roll me a will save. Awesome. Uh, well, will save is one of its weakest, so you might have a chance here. <laughs> I got the feeling that might be true. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20. God damn it. You know, I actually kind of wanted to fail it just because I wanted to see it work. I've never seen Murderous Command work, and I just I'm going to no. I'm gonna make it work. Th- that was a 26. Just like I'm going to make my blowgun work. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this has a better <laughs> chance than your blowgun, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> That could have worked. Remember, we're going to pimp it out. Apparently, he only, he has a very low will, so. (laughs) Yeah, he had a six. What did I need to fail? Fifteen. It could have happened. That ends my turn. Okay, Buon, you're up with Cuneo. Buon is just going to stand still, and he's just going to rip out a little bit of the magic from his forehead as his strings appear and attach to his fingertips, and he shoots them forward towards the tendriculus as he casts Marionette Possession. (laughs) <laughs> so you also have to do a will save. 15. I rolled an 18 naturally. Hell. So. <laughs> God fucking damn it. So you see the beast is shaking off these things that are happening to him. It just shakes it off, shakes it off. Buon's pissed, so um, he would like to do a knowledge roll on the tendriculus. Um, you you okay. said it's mainly plants, right? Yes. Okay, so, so he'll do a knowledge roll. I mean, a nature roll. 12. It can swallow whole. <laughs> um, cool. So Buon can tell that from its gaping maw, the pinned position of Abraxas, he knows the next move and he says, it's going to swallow him. And he sends Kuneho forward to try to grab Abraxas free. I suppose I had this coming. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll. God, I am rolling terrible today. 18? 18 does not even come close. I figure as much. Uh, yeah, so Kuneho's just grasping futilely as it's now the bitch turn. <laughs> okay, it is now the, the satyr's turn. turn. I need Kuneho to roll me a fortitude save. I rolled a nat 3, so that's a 9. Oh, no. And you just see these cracks form within Kuneho as utter destruction reigns upon him and he takes 80 points of damage. Holy shit! <gasps> oh my 80? god. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, you know what? Fuck this dungeon. Um, Baba Yaga's fine. You, oh, no, you see Kuneho just like get obliterated and their form just disperses as they blow up with all the cracks and it's just like the bullet is shot back into <sighs> Buwan's head as Kuneho's done for the day. Bye! Let me, uh... Holy fuck! I would... I think I would die if that had... I was about to say, like... Yeah, I would be straight killed, like... I have never heard of this spell, and apparently it's part of the half-fiend heritage. It's called Destruction. And once per day, I... The spell instantly delivers 10 points of damage per caster level. shit. He has that? And it's fortitude for a half. The half would have killed him, too. That would have knocked out. Uh, any of us would have been gone. <laughs> any Either dead all of us or been dead. knocked out. Braxis's jaw drops. Like, I don't think this is a Don Piper, <laughs> guys, <laughs> gals, and neither and both. <laughs> uh, and Braxis, you're up. You are crappled into this creature's ten- tentacles. Green tentacles. I don't know. You. Tentacles looks about right. It gives you ten tickles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tickle monster. <laughs> Aww. 
okay with that. It's Elmo! I'll hug it. But worse. I'll hug it back. Uh, Braxis takes a big old bite since it's, he's, am I in the claws, tentacles, its mouth? Where am I? You are an enveloped in its tentacles like it's wrapped around you. Oh, then I'm just going to just chomp my teeth into it and take a big crunch. I'm not a big fan of vegetables, but <laughs> this might be the time. And I just sink my teeth in with a 28. A 28 definitely will hit. Uh, that's 13 points of damage as a chew on its leafy goodness. <laughs> oh my god, this is terrible. Pippa, you're up. Abraxas is trying to tear this giant plant monster apart. It doesn't seem like it's extraordinarily effective. Kuneho is just, boom, gone. Uh, Pippa yanks her rod of empowerment out of her belt, runs forward the full length of her movement, 20 feet, and empowers the spell Scorching Ray to go. Is it possible to hit the monster somewhere Abraxas is not? Yeah, yeah. I'm, it, it's, a, it's a large creature, so I'm, okay. I'm going to say you can hit it. Burn, baby, burn. Tentaculous on fire. <laughs> I'm casting Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. A 28 to hit. A 28 definitely hits. Woo! Nice. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that means 21 points of damage, yes. Of fire damage. Rainbow-colored flame just shoots out of Pippa's hand. As it takes that damage, it screams out in pain, and uh, yeah, you've just taken a huge chunk of its life down. Good job, Pippa. But now it's the creature's turn, and he is hungry. I could respect a hungry creature. <laughs> he unfortunately does not get his hit points back uh, when. Uh, what a loser. It can't restore its hit points by drinking blood or eating dead things. <laughs> what a noob. Weak. <laughs> Get on our level. Nope. Take a feat, noob. Take a feat. That's going to be my new read a book. Take a feat. <laughs> Take a feat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it passed its uh, CMB because a 19 plus an 18, that's a 37. Jeez. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. I won't mock you just in case your mom's listening. Oh <laughs> the uh, the creature's large purple gaping maw just envelops Abraxas. Abraxas, I need you to roll me a fortitude save. Oh, sweet. That's my strongest one. I get to add a 12 to my 19, which is 31. Oh, wow. So you are lucky enough to escape the oh, paralysis of the poison that you feel starting to seep into oh, your body as it's in there. But you do take... 10 points of acid damage as you feel the hair on your skin singeing from, oh, from it. Oh. He howls in pain from inside. Abraxas! Andromeda, you're up. Abraxas just got swallowed whole by a big green monster. Uh, Andromeda is extremely distressed by this. Okay, Andromeda's thought process is that this thing must be under the kind of control of, of Mr. Sater, so... She extends her left hand and it drops so that her chain of perdition falls out of it. It's dangling from her hand. And then she, with one arm, casts it forward at him. Entangle seems to work best against spellcasters, so I'm going to use Entangle. I got a 28 against his CMD. Yeah, barely passed. Oh, wow. Ooh, now it's like negative four decks. How does this guy have such a high... Ugh. So the chain wraps around him several times. It extends as it goes because it's a magical chain. So it's like getting longer as it encircles him and wraps it, like kind of squeezes his arms to his body. 
and Andromeda gets a really satisfied, creepy grin on her face. I'm going to step closer to the, the plant creature, but not into its threatened area. Like, I'm kind of staying around its per- perimeter. That in your turn there, Andromeda? Yep. Buon, you're up. You just lost Kuneho again. Yeah. Uh... Buon knows Kuneho just needs a little nap. He he grabs from <laughs> his pack the rod of giant summoning lesser, and then the cooldown of nature's allies, and he starts summoning. It is the satyr's turn. He tries to mumble a few words, and like I think the corner of the chain just slaps him beside the face, <laughs> and he and the, <laughs> so cool. and the spell does nice. not go. And he loses it. Lose that spell. Andromeda laughs inhumanly. <laughs> that ends his turn because he can't move. So what are you going to do there, Abraxas? I'm going to bite my way out. Okay, roll an attack. Uh, that's 24 to eat it from the inside. That is a hit. Would I be able to miss? Uh, it, I, you still have to roll an attack, so I'm guessing you can miss. Maybe maybe the, the stomach bladder moves when you're trying to bite or it. Or it's just too know. slippery uh, for your teeth to sink in or, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah, but you do hit with a 24. Roll me your damage. And it should definitely be touch AC inside of a stomach. <laughs> I'm just going to keep biting my way through. I could do this. This is nothing. This is a, an appetizer. <laughs> yeah, that's 14 <laughs> points of damage as I just, I'm just biting my way through. Pippa's been trying to get me to eat more salad. I'm just picturing that I can't get to my spear in here because it's so right. I'm just being knocked around. Yeah, because it specifically says it has to be like a light weapon. So I think your mouth qualifies as a light weapon. <laughs> you took a pretty big chunk out of that uh, creature's uh, side there. Hex, uh, yes. That ends your turn. That's it. Pippa, you're up again. You going to bring in that fiery goodness? Sure is. Pippa readies another scorching ray and see just screams spit him out does he spit him out on a 13 is this a touch yeah that will hit yeah yes 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 (laughs) it's a large creature so its touch is really small i was Uh, holding my breath i was like oh my god i don't know if that's gonna do it it's very exciting (laughs) 19 points of damage oh snap pippa what does it look like when you roast this vegetable so after my order to spit him out, uh, this wave of fire uh, just beams out of Pippa's hands and it hits him right in the middle of that gaping maw that is still open. And the flames start at the top and sizzle down. Hear this creature roar out in pain and then you see all of its body just turn into a green mush and slide down. And as it comes down, Abraxas, it falls around you and falls down and you see Abraxas covered in a green <laughs> mucus. Still chewing. Still chewing. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all that bad. The satyr's eyes just turn to fear as he watches how easily you vanquish this creature. It is Andromeda's turn. Andromeda, again, is still just grinning wildly. Abraxas looks super victorious even though the battle isn't over and he looks to Pippa's like why don't they ever listen (laughs) (laughs) she's laughing along completely relieved and says like I know I've been after you to eat your greens Abraxas but really (laughs) was now the time Uh, well I, I could get used to it but maybe not from the inside from an alternate perspective we sound like complete sociopaths like, every time we're, like, going into these fights and just, like, 
murdering people and complete like laughing and joking at their expense. We <laughs> we sound like absolutely. Oh, that's his coping mechanism. He almost got eaten, so he's probably really jubilant vocally, but his fists are like clenched and he's shaking a little bit. But he wants to be a good sport. I too. get it. I just but no, I'm with I think you. it's yeah. hilarious. Like how we're all I, I imagine the the whole chamber like echoing with our laughter and it's kind of like unsettling <laughs> we're like ha, 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 we're gonna kill you you're all chained up right now <laughs> and you looking all silent hill i'm going to kill you andromeda approaches with deliberate slowness and is the whole time twirling her morning star in her hand so that the f- sort of flail part is is spinning and the flame is starting to lick up and she just smashes him in the head, like viciously smashes him in the head. So I'm gonna make an attack roll. So I rolled to hit an 18, which I don't think is a, no, it's not in my crit range, but it is a 26 total to hit. That's a hit. Okay, I imagine he's not gonna take any of the fire damage, but I will roll it. He got, I mean, four fire damage, which does nothing. I imagine the flame mm-hmm. just licks around him and sort of sizzles off. The Morningstar damage is max, so 11. Ow! Nice. He takes six points of damage. Uh, does that end Andromeda's turn? Yeah. Buon, you're up. So, Jess, how, how long is he entangled for? Uh, as long as I want him to be. Let me see. Or, or until I break the gear apple, one of the two. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> no, okay. um, duration is one round per level, so seven rounds. Buon's going to make sure that this creature definitely cannot escape then. And um, he finishes summoning. I mistakenly pulled out the cauldron because I can only use it once per day and I already used it in the fight with uh. Uh, with that cold guy on the deer. Um, so he's not going to do that. He's just going to su- summon one creature. So uh, f- right next to, or I guess behind the already grappled creature, right where I'm pinging it. Uh, so Abraxas and Andromeda, you see from the like bog surface of this room this muddy large creature just emerge from the ooze as he as buon summons a large mud elemental because he's using his rod of giant summoning and the so it's gonna be right behind in range and it's just gonna slam twice onto this creature who is already grappled oh that cracked eye uh the first hit is a 21 that will be a hit. And then the second one, um, then that's just a 23. Uh, and that hits as well. So you're going to take, that's 19 bludgeoning damage minus nice. your stuff. Uh, but nice. I get a free entrap. So you are now entrapped in my muddy body. Oh my God. And, I'm going to env- and it just so awesome. glides over you and just envelops you and s- takes you into this boggy marsh. And I'm going to keep it so that just your head is free, the satyr's head, so that we can still talk to it. Uh, but 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 the chain is just there so I can slap at your face again if you try to cast a spell. Uh, stop. Stop. I give up. Andromeda does not care. Does Andromeda just finish him off? Because there's no way he's going to escape this Yeah, grapple. unfortunately, this is a really upsetting thing that she does, which is Ugh. she's not in her right mind, really. And she's going to just utterly smash his head until it's a bloody pulp. It's truly Ooh. horrific to oh. watch. And there is blood splattering on her face. And she is breathing heavily, but like completely dead in the eyes as she does this. Andromeda! 
The battle's over. Curb your bloodlust. After the first swing, once they're trapped in the mud elemental, Buon's going to try to stop Andromeda. Yeah, do you, like, grab her or something? I would have stopped after the second one. Like, the first one's like, fuck yeah, that guy was enchanting us. He's a villain. Get oh, in a pot she, Maybe even the third one going, oh, no, he, that's enough. Uh, it's too late, though. He is. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. She looks at you, like, whips her head around and is looking at you. And the, the darkness is slowly fading from her eyes. But then she just turns back and starts immediately feeding on him. So let's see. How much hit points can I get back? <laughs> 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 Give me that um, blood. Well, Buon is um, upset. Right. He's just like, there was knowledge to be gained, Andromeda. She doesn't answer you. She's not even responding oh, right now. She's just like deep in the blood. <laughs> yeah, that was more so just like an exasperated, like, God damn it. Deep in the blood. Deep in the blood. Uh, Pippa walks up to to where Buon's standing and sort of rests a, rests a hand uh, on his knee and just says, let's let's give her a minute. That was unexpected. I'm not gonna shed a tear over it, but a little intel would have been helpful. While uh, Andromeda's feeding and Buon is sort of angrily lurking yep. uh, over her, Pippa's going to draw Brax aside and double check that he's okay. Like, how co- is he still covered in green stuff? He's covered in green point? stuff, and actually, you see these little patches because I'm still you're in still hybrid mode, right, Abraxas? Yeah, he'll slowly as uh, Pippa's approaching, he'll slowly start shifting back, and I'm picturing he has a bunch of just acid burns on his neck, face, maybe like closing one eye but just burnt he's slowly regenerating because of the ring but he just like winces from time to time that gave me an absolute heart attack are you all right he was playing it off as victorious before kind of for morale but now that you know Mm -hmm. uh buon's attention is on andromeda you could see that his shoulders droop a little bit and he usually feels a a lot more tired when he kind of powers down from his animal aspects you know, he falls to one knee. I'm pretty confident in in our abilities, and I knew you'd come to my rescue, but it was so dark in there, and everything was being pressed against me, and everything, every part of me burned. I felt like I was dipped in molten silver. I'm really happy. You folks got me out of there. Um, I'm regenerating, but I think the memory of this one's going to stick around a little longer than most of our battles. Uh, thank you. Pippa <sighs> takes a very just like shaky breath. She's also exhausted. That was that was very close to her last spell of the day. She is swaying a little on her feet she's just going to throw her arms around his neck squeeze as hard as like her little her little halfling (laughs) arms can that will take a long time to get over and i for one am done with today i could rest uh i need a feast i need a rest Uh, i don't know if it's possible for us to rest over open sky i'm okay with caves of course or comfortable but some fresh air would be 
I could just really use fresh air right now. At this point, Andromeda, you've probably healed back your mm-hmm. hit life. Yeah, she's just sitting back on her heels, breathing extremely heavily, um, and staring up at the the ceiling of the chamber. And if you were looking at her eyes, you would see that the the blackness is slowly draining away. And she she's like shaking now. <laughs> yeah, I think Buon has been waiting for you to be done. He's polite. Uh, <laughs> but he gets your attention. He goes, Andromeda. Gotiso-sama. <laughs> Andromeda. Look at me. She does. She looks at him very slowly. I have been putting this conversation off for decorum's sake, but it seems it is unavoidable at last. We will be talking about your eyes, your darkness. You can't endanger us by taking away a source of information with your lack of control. I have sensed this from the beginning with you, and I think it is time we had an honest conversation. She, um, there are just tears rolling down her face very suddenly. They just appear and then she's looking at what she's done and touching her mouth very slowly and drawing away and seeing blood. She hunches forward and is just basically curled into a ball on the floor. Buon immediately takes out an embroidered handkerchief and hands it to her as he crouches down and puts his arm around her. It's It's okay, but it needs to be done. I can't face it. I can't look at what I am. If you let others in, we can be your eyes. It's difficult to be the storm. He gives Pippa a knowing look. But the Tempest can be mastered. You can fly within the maelstrom. It takes time, but don't lose heart. Something's wrong with me. Pippa comes forward and if Andromeda lets her we'll, we'll take one of her hands and rub rub it with the other and yeah she's gripping your hand super hard <laughs> and she'll just say like I have some recent experience myself with having strange urges thoughts abilities that I don't know where they come from and I suspect that they come from nowhere good we can figure it out and we can get through it together and you're not alone in being terrified of yourself. We can navigate these waters together. Andromeda looks extremely heartened by this and like takes in her mind, she's not saying this, but in her mind, she's definitely taking stock of who she's with. And because she just like avoids thinking about these things or thinking about things in general, um, because it's hard she's now it's only occurring to her now in spite of like how intelligent she really is that all the people around her have their own sort of thing going on <laughs> like you know abraxas it's definitely he he's a wolf and pippa has just told her she has her own you know little darkness um which is a very good story by banana yoshimoto if you ever read uh <laughs> little darkness Ooh, okay <laughs> um anyways same thing for buon he definitely has, there's something there that, you know, they haven't talked about yet, but it's kind of occurring to her in this moment that she is surrounded by kind of the best people for 
for her her situation. So she looks a lot. The monster yeah, squad. Yeah, the monster squad. Monster Monsters. squad. <laughs> Come yes. on, let's swim. Let's <laughs> um. <laughs> Buon is going to very gently take Andromeda's chin in his hands, look into her eyes, and just be like, little one. And I want you to note that he's calling you little one again after calling you Andromeda. <laughs> So he's, so he's off his sassy edge. He goes, little one, you have to remember that s- storms can be weathered. And once you go through the maelstrom as Abraxas mentioned, there is peace. There is the eye of the hurricane. Let us see into what you are going through and we will find that peace. She gives you a watery smile and starts to try to get to her feet. All right. It sounds like we could use a little stew in our bellies. Uh, Oh, absolutely. I vote we get the open sky above us. I'll set uh, the cauldron aflame and get some hearty, hearty stew. I've got got Nadia's broth recipe memorized. I've got some rosemary. It gives Buon a little wink. We'll feel better on a fuller, a fuller belly. He's kind of nudging everybody out. He's kind of eyeing the body whether... Oh, Buon loots the body. <laughs> I was, he's eyeing the body whether he's like, oh, this thing is probably going to be here later. No, Buon doesn't he's take that chance. But nah, just just in case yeah. something comes in, in the while we're sleeping. Yeah. Buon dismisses the mud elemental and just it, it, it leaves the body there with all the gear intact. <laughs> you don't find much on him. He just had a short bow with 20 arrows, but he did have an amulet of Mighty Fist plus nice. one. Oh. And uh, masterwork panpipes. <laughs> uh, I'm throwing those against the wall. Like legitimately, nice. she nice, she nice, definitely nice. she's like angry again, seeing them and is seething and throws them against the wall to let them smash. You all search around because there's a couple lumpy piles of fungus, basically, and when you poke around them, you find the desecrated remains of cows. You see a carcass in the hallway just a little bit down the way, and you realize that what the satyr was doing was actually probably coming to feed Tendriculus. Mm. That's what was going on, and you just happened upon it. That's about all you find. What do you all want to do? Probably go see if that's a... Uh... If Grandmother Willow is willing to protect <laughs> us for the night, like we should be safe with our witch tattoos. If she recognizes as as Baba Yaga's servants, I mean, she would have attacked us anyway, though. Is there parts of the cows left? Like, is there? There's a whole. There's a whole cow. Let's, oh, I'm there. taking the cow as a present. I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, we brought you a cow. <laughs> we brought you a cow. Nothing speaks <laughs> nice. to a cow like. and a pig and an etten. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> And a satyr. We got a whole feast. We've got choices. Well, I will remind you, she specifically said she likes living, but I think uh, maybe if you, you bring it to her, she fresh. Might. It was recently living. I'll cast purified food and drink to make sure it's just as, as fresh as possible. I'll cast marionette possession on one of them and like m- make it dance around into her mouth. Oh, it would have been cool to drag <laughs> Satyr Boy over to Witch Tree and be like, here you go. I'm just going to pin that him down to you. Eat him. <laughs> chomp, chomp. Well, it's yes. pretty... Fr- we can. Why not? You know what? I haven't eaten it. I didn't think it was appropriate with the recent... Uh... Yep. But he's fresh. Yeah, yeah we should... Actually, too. let's definitely feed him to the Grandmother yeah. Willow. I love that. I have one leg in my hand. No, he's just dragging him behind me. You guys are heading back up to the, the tree yeah. then, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back so soon... Well, we felt that we'd be horrible guests if we didn't provide 
you some repast. Uh, and he throws down the, the cow, not at Andromeda. She hefts Seder Boy onto Grandmother Willow's roots and then says, I'm, I'm sorry he's not alive. I know you prefer live victims. She's kind of rolling her eyes at that <laughs> as she says that. <laughs> but she also means it a little bit, you know. <laughs> take a feet. Yeah, take a feet, loser. Take a, take a feet. <laughs> God, that's our new catchphrase. I love you it. see these limbs like extend out and like lift up the cow and lift up the satyr and she's like I usually like them living but I appreciate the thought and then also you see the vines just rip both the oh bodies in God. half and like they get staked on the trees next to next to her these will be something to snack on later <laughs> we're always taught to respect our elders and Buon throws the little pig <laughs> up, up, up in the air for her to snatch with the vines the, the, she she grabs the snake, the pig with with her hand, and just instantly puts it into her mouth. And so oh. you see her chopping down on it. Would it be too much trouble if we rested your shade? You did a service of bringing me some tasty snacks. Sna- snacks. You will be protected by me tonight. I give you my salamoth. Sense motive? <laughs> I know, I was so convinced by that awesome voice acting. I picture uh, yeah, I no, no completely. sense motive needed. I believe that we will be very I safe. I did get a 28 on my sense motive. Oh my god. You, you, you know she's telling the truth. She's one of those people that she might be tricksy, but when she gives her word, she gives her word. As you are all setting up camp for the night, the moon starts rising above as it is already pretty late in the evening when you you come back out of the cavern. And congratulations, you are all 8th <gasps> level. Oh my god! What? Oh my god, that's such a big surprise! Yes! Oh, I'm so excited! Oh my god! I don't know what I did. Fantastic <laughs> Worlds Podcast is a best Fantastic Worlds ever. production. This was the best episode ever! We hope you enjoyed the show. If you can't get enough and want to join the FWP community, you can do so by joining the conversation oh on Discord god. and Reddit or following us on Twitter and Instagram. You can find links to all of these on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more of the FWP crew? Consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin, your Game Dad Master, and you can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Abby. I'm pretty sure I blew up my audio with all of my screaming, so I apologize to Dustin, Dustin and Justin. Wow, what <laughs> just happened with people's names? Dust, Justin. <laughs> I'm Abby. You can find me at Bonanza Fan. <laughs> <laughs> This is Angel, still doing my little level up dance. And I could be reached at Espinoza916, hashtag level eight. No, that's not the whole thing. It's just Espinoza916. Hashtag level eight in your name. I'm trying to cover up the NT so that it says that was very cash money of you. I have literally, oh, yeah. This whole episode, I was thinking, like, oh, I wish I was level eight. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, there are some crazy yes. things that are going to happen level eight. Um, anyways, <laughs> this is Jess. Hank the Clank. Find me. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. And that's like, that's all I'm picturing in my head. That's, and I am Logan. You can find me at Main Man 08 and I will be, be having that Kelly Clarkson song on repeat. <laughs>
Oh my, my god, that was good. As I level up the theme one. song was composed by Amy Hankinson. <laughs> Thank you, Sirenscape, for use of your sound effects and music. We greatly appreciate everyone who has been giving us reviews on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Stitcher. If you enjoy if you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and spread the word to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic level eight adventures. Ah. Klong! Yeah! yeah! That was a strong clong! Klong! I'm so strong! <laughs> The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. I do, actually. You'd be like, hey there, Mr. Sater. You're pretty furry. Do you have some werewolf in you? Ooh. Do you want some? <laughs> Would you like a little werewolf in you? <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing. Mr. Nice. Sater. Team Torta to Team Thirst. Team Thirst. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of are. I mean, I feel like that's been more the theme lately than sandwiches. Oh, yeah. The only people bonding over food right now are Abraxas and Andromeda. Mm-hmm. She's also unfortunately left out of the fir- thirst categories. So. Yeah, she doesn't thirst the same way. <laughs> no thirst. Well, she thirsts. She for thirsts friends. for the thirst of friendship. Yeah. She's invulnerable. Yeah, oh, you knew, Angel. You know. <laughs> same thought. <laughs> We're also wonder twinning. Uh, okay. This is no time for jokes. Abraxas is dying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I can't. I can't do anything about it. Uh, Army of Grandmas. Yeah. She doesn't have to be a fighter. She can just be with us. <laughs> yeah. Just to make commentary and then like clean up after yeah. us. She's like the cleanup. Yeah, she'll be the sunshine cleaner of our group. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs>